0: Greetings all. This is your sister. It's quite early here. So excuse my voice right now, but I just had something, you know, touch me in my spirit to speak on. And it has to do with uh, the attack on love and why there's an attack on love and how the attack on love is actually executed. It is through trauma, which it shapes and molds your view and your perspectives of things. It automatically places various aspects of your experience into certain categories. And so now we're coming upon this month they they've designated as Black History Month. And what I notice in my own experience, because I know this is all a spiritual thing that we're going through. What I notice in this experience is there is something about this particular month. Now we know that this calendar that they have us on is a artificial calendar. I mean, just time itself, just trying to label time and control time is artificial within itself. But this Gregorian calendar that they have us on, it is in use for a particular reason, and it has to do with being able to control the narrative. Now, Black History Month is designated to this month. We also know that Valentine Day is designated to this month and me personally this tends to be a time of the year where i find love i have I, there's always some type of crossroad with me in this time of the year this is this has been an ongoing thing throughout my life i notice so there's very there's something very significant about this time of the year, this particular month that's referred to as February. Now, when you look at it from from the astrology portion of things, we know that what's tied into this month is Aquarius and on the back end, Pisces. You know, when you look at the Aquarian sign and what it represents humanity and progression and technology communication knowledge you know those are some very powerful things very powerful now how are energies being used for this specific specific month and who and what is being highlighted in this month and why so when you look at the whole Valentine thing and so on Valentine Day it's supposed to be designated to matters of the heart love connections it's, a, it's supposed to be a celebration of these matters of the hearts that you've made in particular in relationships you know Yet, when you look at the various symbols that are connected to this particular day of celebrating matters of the heart, there's always some twist to the symbols. You know, it's almost like there is some type of um, usurping of the originality of a thing, of what it's supposed to be about. There's always what's being presented in the truth of the matter hiding in the back. Same thing goes for this Black History Month. And I would say this has been a month that's kind of been fading out in regards to the people it's supposed to be celebrating. There's, there's been a shift in how we view this month throughout You know, the recent years, you know, it's not something that we're holding on to. We we've let that go. We've realized that. Something is off with them designating a specific month, a month where. There's almost like a a intentional um, instability in the month. This is a month where the days, the amount of days in the month shifts. And and there's a frequency in it that goes up and down. You know, the leap year is in this month. You know, you have to take all these things into consideration. Instability. You know, the, the shortest month of the year. The love that's supposed to be connected to this particular month. It's all shortened and unstable, and sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. I mean, it, it it tells a story about what's really going on here, is what I'm saying. The trauma connected to the love, the love for the people, the original people, and how trauma is almost being uprooted in a way that it, it's 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 almost kind of trying to be a segue into us going into this month called February. Now I've never broken down this particular meaning and the etymology of February per se. You know um, I'm going to have to look into that. Maybe some of you can comment on that, but. The trauma, the trauma (laughs) that's always been the narrative in this society to shape and mold people's view of someone, of a thing, of something similar or alike, you know, which always takes away from the ability to be just, to be fair to be new. It places you in a permanent state of something old. You know, um, a, a lack of forgiveness. Now That's what trauma does. Trauma it automatically adds up to the trauma. Whenever you see this and that, it always adds up to Some trauma, like how you're going to respond to it, how you're going to look at it, your perspective of things. And it's funny how those who shape and mold society, they utilize various times of the year for different things, yet they've taught the people to disregard various times of the year. You know, they even go so far as to track when a new life exits the womb. Now, why would that be of importance? Why couldn't women just give birth to children without an ongoing tab or tally of when this child was born, the day it was born, all the way down to... The second the child exited the womb, but yet they tell you how unimportant the time of things are. What is this? Does this have something to do with keeping us off-centered, off-balance, unstable, Instability, I mean. Some unstability I should say this trauma, this trauma of us not knowing who we are, of being presented in the forefront as one thing when there's something else that is going on. You know, most people don't know their birth charts because they don't think that it serves as any importance. You have some people who outrightly see it as something evil. But, the world we live in doesn't. And and the fact that they clock everything. You have you have people who it's because of our lack of not knowing who we are that makes us so unstable in our existence. You know, and so people they confuse the instability of, of life, where they believe instability has to do with how you function in this modern world versus how you not being connected to yourself makes you unstable in your spirit and in your mental. Therefore, it is only through operating in a certain way in this world that you can function properly because if anything else comes your way, because you're a disconnect to your spiritual and your mental, you're totally thrown off. Like your whole world becomes unraveled because you're not in tune with the most important part of yourself, and it's been it's being done purposely. You know, you have people who are projectors. So we know the moon is a projector. If it, was, if it wasn't for the sun, the moon wouldn't even exist. Now, it's, it could physically be there. If it's a physical thing at all, it could physically be there. But the fact that the sun doesn't exist will make the moon not even be apparent or obvious. So therefore, you have those who are projectors. right and you have those who are what they say manifestors and i don't know if you all are familiar with this this human um, it's 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 a way of being able to designate who you are and able to so you can operate in a certain manner okay and it also expresses how you're perceived and how you're supposed to utilize your energy. Now, you have people who are projectors and there are more projectors than not. So what I'm saying is there are more people who need the light of the sun in order to be able to do and play out their purpose in life. And so people have been, we all have been given a new narrative of what our purpose entails and we believe it wholeheartedly before a person like me who happens to be a manifesting generator. Now, now this is a rare thing. And what it does is the confusion behind the trauma that happens in our lives. Because when you go through trauma, starting at a young age, most times what happens is if you don't get that rectified or healed, what happens is you develop a, a sense of entitlement, of entitlement. And when you're dealing with entitlement, when it's not checked properly and it's, it's unchecked, you believe that you're deserving of something that you're not deserving of but due to the trauma that's caused the imbalance to make you think this way and act this way this is all the 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 these are all the various tricks that are being played against the 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 spiritual aspect of our being the most important part and so you have those who are designated in their purpose for this and those who are designated in their purpose for that but when you have a world where they want to trick everyone into believing that we all have the same purpose, therefore the whole experience becomes self-sabotaging. It becomes self-sabotaging for the projector because the projector feels though it, it it's entitled to something it's not really entitled to, but because of the lack of, the lack of proper direction, the lack of attention, the neglect that the projector has experienced, the trauma, it is going to automatically go up against the sun, the sun, the very thing that it needs in order to be relevant. But instead of looking to the sun as something that sustains it, And as a source, it looks to it in envy and jealousy because it feels it's supposed to be in its place. When how? How can you be in its place when without it, you're nothing? The trauma. And so when you move on to these various aspects of a person's being and their purpose and the sun, And how the sun becomes unstable, where the sun feels like it doesn't need anyone else. It shines regardless. It doesn't need anyone else. But it is a symbiotic relationship that takes place between the sun and everything else. That even the sun wouldn't be relative or relevant if it weren't for what it does and how it makes everything else respond to it. And so if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the response from everything else, the sun would be irrelevant. And what I'm saying is we know that you need the sun in order for things to grow. But if things didn't grow, how relevant would the sun be? If the sun didn't offer didn't give the offering that it gives to make everything around it respond, how important would it be? Would it be just life taking versus life giving? Now we know the son can take and give it. We know that. And this is the whole play on the whole Jesus concept. It can make something grow but it can also kill it at the same time. And I, now, we're, now let's, let's draw a correlation between these zodiac signs. When you think about the fire signs and the relevance of the fire signs in regards to creating, creating, And when you think about that aspect, because it's not just a creating thing, it's a purifying thing as well. Fire purifies. And so if the fire is being drowned out or put out by that which is only supposed to be a reflection of it, i.e. the emotional side, the feeling side. You're good at the feeling side. You're good at taking what you feel from the muse of the sun, the inspiration of the sun. You're good at taking that and then drawing from that. That's a part of your purpose. But when your sense of entitlement forces you to want to put a son out you're only a detriment to yourself and the trauma that we're all caught up in that makes us not only feel that we're all we can always do something that we're not qualified to do because we have this need to prove to prove something. And in our need to prove something, we become self-sabotaging. This is a deep thing, a very, very deep thing. And when you look at the position that the black man and the black woman have faced in this society, this is what you see is going on. That lack of attention, that neglect, you know, that that abuse. That has been suffered throughout the generations has automatically set up uh, a, 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 a bucket of crabs. A bucket of crabs. That cancer. And oh, do I know it so well? I know it. I was married to it. Cancer. See, the cancer, what it does when it's not checked, because it's always there and it's there for a purpose. And they may know why cancer is relative. But instead of using it properly, they use it to go and destroy healthy cells to benefit off of all the ailment that it causes. And so That need to take hold of something that's already serving its purpose and devour it and and to put it out to its no good to it starts to turn against itself. The trauma. The trauma that takes away from love. I'm talking about proper love. I'm not talking about fucking here. I'm talking about the love of allowing something to be what it is. That's love. And, you know, I'm, I'm drawing this from personal experience, how when people don't really know how to love and how because of how they see the sunshine Like when they see the shine in something, they automatically want to put it out. I.E. act like it's not what it is or say it's something against them of some sort. You know what I'm talking about? Where when people see something special about someone and they can't accept it, so they have to say it's something else. And so they begin to fool themselves into believing they're not seeing light in others, and so therefore, in order to justify their thought process, they have to they have to give the narrative to go along with it to make it valid, right? And so the crabs in the bucket will receive with 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 each other. What we see in our experience, you know, the self-mutilating experiences that we're having time and time again, where we are our own worst enemy. Where we say one thing and do another it's kind of similar to the whole February, the month of February. It appears to be something that you're celebrating, but it's really not being celebrated It's really being degraded and devalued. you know the 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 esoteric aspect of our being that 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 spiritual aspect that's always under attack which is what is always attacking love in this experience and we don't get it because we have been so far removed from the actual knowledge of things that we're like children, children to this aspect of our life, even though we have lived for many, for, for many years, you know, but still really the amount of time that we're living now is still in its infancy compared to, you know, the past. And, and I'm sure that's being done for that reason. That's some of the reason why they kill people out at such a young age. So people can't reach a certain point of wisdom. Of, of really having knowledge and understanding so you can stay in, in in that, that the waters, the waters, you know, we're, we're talking about the emotional aspect of the, the Zodiac signs, the waters always being emotional. And so that involved and that connected with the trauma always leads to self sabotage, you know? And so, The thing about being a manifesting generator, right, is you have the ability to manifest things quickly. And the fact that you're a rare thing, you're going to automatically become, you're always going to be faced with something that's coming up against you. Because there is a narrative that's being pushed that's all about control. And it wants to take your control, your influence, your powers away from you. And it will use the waters to draw everyone else under the current so that it's all about survival. People aren't trying to, they can't live. They feel like they can't live. You can, it's a choice. I'm reading the comments. Yes, it is a choice. That your indoctrination is a choice. I agree. But for most, because of the generational thing that people have become attached to, all the way down to the DNA, most get caught up in the current. And so it's always survival mode. You're not you're not on that God, that God level, that God frequency, you're always operating below the belt. I got to eat. I got to this. I got to, you know what I'm saying? That that animalistic side, I got to have sex. That higher plane is something that most will never reach because of the trauma. Most people are so consumed in not just the subconscious, but consciously in the cards that they were dealt the trauma that they don't have time to be a team player. Because what we're living in in regards to humanity is about being a team player. That means the body of things. That means the hands have to know that they're hands. The heart has to know that it's a heart. But when the heart thinks it's a a hand and the hand thinks it's a heart, the confusion the confusion and all the emotional em- emotions behind all the confusion that takes place in the society that causes people to become poor lovers, become inadequate lovers, mediocre lovers, or become beyond good at being a lover. I'm talking about physically, you know, because you have, there's always a lack there. You know, there's the, the balance is always missing where you become such a good lover and it, it, it becomes a form of escapism where that's where you get that's where you get the most freedom is in, in, in the sex of things. And that's when you can be free and let go and you escape and it becomes imbalanced imbalance where it's just sex, 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 sex. It it, it becomes your drug and that's all you can think about, right? And then you have that other aspect of things where it's almost kind of like a darkening out of something. You don't want to go there because you don't want to feel it. You don't like how it makes you feel. Your, Your trauma has caused you to look at how it makes you feel in such a way that it manifests in your body a certain way. You know, so you don't, you might be one of those people who you don't like to kiss. You got issues with lips, period. You don't like to kiss lips. You don't like to kiss lips up or down. And then you have the flip side of that where you, you would kiss any lips up and down. And be, so everything becomes unbalanced, unstable You don't know how to love properly. You don't know how to love properly to the point where you can. The only way that someone can receive you is if you're bringing something. You're giving them something. Then you get mad because you have a sense of entitlement. Where you have utilized this thing in order to get what you want, and then when you don't get what you want out of it, you feel like someone owes you something. It it it's all is mental. And it's something to be aware of this in a world that always wants to devalue you, devalue your intelligence, devalue who you are, what you bring to the table. Because it realizes and it recognizes that you're a powerful being and you can stand in the way of its narrative and its need to control. And so the very players in this world, these people that are supposed to be Conscious. Conscious of God, of Jesus, of Muhammad, of Moses, of Allah, the Most High. They, they're they not conscious. They're, they're speaking it because it's in the forefront, just like this, this month of February. It looks good, but what's taking place behind it. It's the total opposite. So you can have these things that are supposed to represent light, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. But you can never truly apply it to your spiritual aspect of your being. You can have the teachings, but you don't know how to make it applicable in your own life. Because you're just going through the emotions of saying that you are this and you are that, but you are really practicing witchcraft. You're 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 participating and allowing your strings to be pulled, not recognizing who you truly are outside of the trauma. I've been through some things, baby. I've been through some things. That should have tainted me in every way. And even who I am, I appreciate and I am grateful for that I could have went in a whole different direction based on the trauma I experienced And the world still won't let up on me. Still wants to tell me I'm not good enough. Still wants to tell us we're not good enough. I've been violated by many starting at the age of five. But yet it didn't make me a slut. But the world still wants to hold me accountable for that. The black woman. You understand what I'm saying? Still wants to tell you you're not shit, even though you have overcome. And you have not become what the trauma And the narrative wanted to make you all to control you. Yet, those who point the finger at you have become everything the trauma has been designed to make them be. But yet, their sense of entitlement holds them, makes them believe they're superior to to that which has overcome because it's all about the show. it's all about putting on the show. you know I have an ex who always puts everything on me always, you know and I have attempted to you know the, the, you know the, the, the guilt and shame that the narcissist feels and it uh, tries to project. And how it can project onto you something that because of your lack of knowledge and wisdom and understanding, you will just respond in ways that are self-sabotaging because you don't know any better. And it's not even that you have succumbed to the guilt and shame that they have attempted to lay upon you. It's just that the rebelliousness in you knew that something was coming up against you through them. And so, therefore, you have always responded in a rebellious way towards them. You know, and so the narcissist and how the trauma we're talking about trauma here and how it be it's a contagious factor that is attack an attack on love and people want to tell you something is love and is not love because when I can't be free in your presence or in your world it is not love and so it wants to come across you in the beginning and incorporate itself to be everything that you identify love to be Adventurous and free, spontaneous freedom. And then when it gets you and the addiction has been formed, it shows its true colors. And you, because you're always true to yourself, you don't, you don't, you can't connect to being what someone else wants you to be. But the trick has already been been played out, and so they come in with a switcheroo because they always have been in this trauma and you have been a light to their projector. And so remember, it's all about the show, how it wants to be reflected upon but it doesn't recognize because it lacks wisdom that it needs you and your shine to be in a proper place in order for it to properly get what it needs. But because of the trauma, it feels like it needs everything that it's feel like it's entitled to. Attention, relevance, when you're already that. But the trauma makes you feel like you're not. You're not relevant. You're not being seen. You're not being heard. You're trying to polish yourself off and dust yourself off. Shine yourself up as much as possible to be able to get people to pay attention to it. But yet you kill all the shine around you due to the trauma and your perspective of all the shine and how you feel like it's blurring you out when really you're supposed to be being nourished from that shine in order it for it to reflect upon you so you can do with it what you're supposed to do based on your particular makeup the time the day that you were conceived and brought forth, but you're removed from that because you're you're you've been shaped and molded into believing that you're what society says you're supposed to be. You're that one that gets up every day and plays these various acts out, and then wonder why you're empty, wonder why you're unfulfilled. And it's like you got grown people who are running around here. and, And from a distance, it looks like they're operating like adults, like they're grown. But then when you get up close to them, you see all the tantrums, you see all the childlike behavior. And a lot of these people, they don't even want you close to them. They like to choose specific people who represent a certain shine that they may have a desire to put in a proper place. They may they may have hopes and dreams to put it in its proper place. But the the fact that they haven't healed and the trauma that they have been exposed to and they haven't been able to shake off, they want to shake off everything but the trauma. And so that that aspect, even though it may be a desire because you may awaken something in them that they didn't know. But because they haven't dealt with they shit. It always rises back up to the surface. And they find themselves in the same position. Where they're back to the sense of entitlement. And so if they feel like you're taking something from them that they deserve, they're going to automatically want to beat you down because they take it personal. They take your shine personal. They take your happiness personal. They take everything great and good about you personal, everything. If you produce something good You make something good. You are good. They're going to see that in a negative light because they're disturbed in that area because they feel like it's taking from what they've never had. But instead of them looking at. What happened that made them feel that way and was it really real. Was it true? Was it authentic? What I what, what the trauma made me? Is that really true? Because subconsciously you take this shit on and consciously you do too. See, with the conscious, you got the ability to, to jump in and out of it. See, you can act like you're this good person. You can act like and you may desire to be that good person. In most cases, I think people desire to be that. But because they haven't dealt with the subconscious, that which has been imposed upon us, that which has shaped and molded us in a time where we couldn't defend because we didn't have the proper experience and know-how and knowledge to be able to say, wait, hold up. Wait a minute now. This ain't cool. Because you're a child, and you're just going through the motions of dealing with favoritism, neglect, all the, viol- all the violence, all the arguing, all the the uh, irrational things that are taking place in your experience, you're just, it's all just being downloaded and uploaded to you as a child, Just you just sitting there taking it, you don't have a defense. And so you have to be able to go into the subconscious of your mind to be able to be able to heal from your perception of your actuality. What's actually taking place versus your perception of what is taking place. I mean, I feel like I have healed the nations with this. Because all is mental. But but the reason for being in this position that we're in is for someone who, this is their way of being, that narcissistic mind, that sense of entitlement, that need to usurp and absorb someone else's energy, something else's energy to recognize a source and something else and in someone else and draw from it and then beat you down at the same time. But see, that's why it'll never get what it wants anyway. Because the more and more you beat that source down, you may think that you can put things into into place to be able to control X, Y, and Z. But you put that light out so much that automatically you put your own light out. And, you know, an example of that would be in this modern world of social media where you have these TikTokers, right? And you have these brothers and sisters and they create all this new stuff, that that original shit. We do it naturally. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's who we are. And how... They downplay and devalue that in us. And they'll allow and be and 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 welcome the imitation of that and lift that up. And these people, because of their sense of entitlement, they have no they have no shame and guilt in the fact that they're not the originators of things because they feel like they deserve this is mine. As you, the only reason you exist is to give me what you have, and so they ride this wave, this this high wave, of being able to um, actually gain money from someone else's original thing, creation, and these people are always other than black folks. I mean, because you couldn't even take a black person who was imitating these black po- black person. And 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 they couldn't w- ride the wave like that. And so, what you'll start to see is when those content creators stop exposing and letting others know their creative shit, these people were left to their own devices. Therefore, they started. They had to start utilizing whatever they had going on to be able to start these various. Challenges and all that, and 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 if you can see the shit that they were doing, it was a joke. It was a fucking joke, and and that's what you see is going on in this world. Because the more and more you downplay and devalue something, the greatness in someone else. Because you feel like you're entitled to that, and damn them, instead of you behaving in wisdom and knowledge and understanding and saying, wow it's some shit right here, okay? How y'all do that? Okay, these motherfuckers right here are special. It's something about them that I need to be truly respected and honoring, but instead you take one little thing that they created and, and run with it as as though it's yours, and then when they recognize it and they put your shit out, your shit go all the way out. I'm saying you know what I'm saying, and so, and we have to get—we got to stop getting caught up in the fact that because they have been given certain things, they can come and they with their offerings, only to get us where they want us. Where they they bring that offering and it looks so good and it tastes so good, and then they get you where they want you and they tell you you owe them your life, the sacrifice i.e. contracts, talent, entertainment. See, people take on the same spirit of Satan and claim God at the same time. Well, Well, who is your God then? If this is your behavior, if you portray to be one thing only to trick people knowing you're on something else, then who is your father? Because people say a thing out their mouth, but their hearts would be something else going on. People will sit and smile and act like they're good people. And all the while, their mind and their hearts are ready to come up against you. Are envious and jealous as they're watching and smiling. That sense of entitlement. That why they got to instead of taking the shine, allowing it to reflect upon them and them taking their uniqueness and building upon it. And so, I see this as an attack on love, freedom. I'm talking about the proper sense of what we know to be freedom. You know, because I don't want to lay with a man that I can't be sexually free with. You know what I'm saying? The weakness that that, that the narrative gives to people where they're so thrown off about (laughs) the capabilities of you. They're thrown off with your skill level. On every in every aspect because the moment I see that I recognize that that's going to be a problem all the way around the board because as a person thinketh, so if that so are they in every aspect so if a person is thrown off about your greatness in any aspect they're always going to be thrown off by your greatness in any aspect it's not they're not going to be able to designate when to be thrown off. Self-sabotaging. And then next thing you know, you know, the, the little comments, the negative comments, they just sneak up little by little. This is how relationships are. You know, when people act like they like you, all the while they're comparing themselves and they're wondering why wow, you can do a thing, and they can. And so they start to nitpick. I don't have time to be raising no motherfucking body. I'm damn near 50 years old. But I feel like a baby. I feel like a wise baby. The total opposite of what's going on in this world regular on a regular basis. I see a bunch of old fools in this motherfucker. People who have matters of the heart, issues of the heart, no matter what they do physically, religiously, financially, their matters of the hearts, their issues of their heart is always apparent and always there. And they got the nerves to be wondering why you eat this and you eat that, but they got all the motherfucking heart issues. You know, when they talk about mayat and weighing the heart to a feather. Do you really understand what they're saying when they say that? A feather. Now, we know in all actuality that a heart is always going to outweigh a feather. But when you look at things from a spiritual point of view, that's not the case. And so you got those out here who want to weigh your heart down and they're good at it because their hearts are weighed and heavy. I don't look at the narrative and the cards that I have been dealt in some pity party type of way. People want to act like I have a problem because what I'm telling them I'm facing in this world And it's a fact. But yet and still, I don't have the hangups that they have about their life. Mama and daddy, my sister, my brother. uh, I don't have those hangups. In that regards, my light is, my heart is very light. And so these matters of the heart because we're being used here. And so and and I have to I think that um, the Super Super Bowl is always in February, right? So it's something significant about the month of February and they need our energy to be on some sad, sad shit. That's why I, I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm in a process where I'm being uprooted from where I'm at due to disagreements. And I recognize the timing and what it needs me to be. See, my aura is very strong and it goes on for a long, for miles and miles and miles. And so for those of us who have that type of aura, they really want to utilize our energy on some negativity, They want to they want to put us in some type of situation that's going to cause us to be sad and mad and bitter. But I'm here to tell you, don't do it. And you're going to use the best of them that they can send out to you against you. But I'm telling you, you know, I'm dealing with this person and I'm looking at how it's operating and I'm feeling you like. You know, you can get caught up under the current if you allow it. But then for me, I always have to, once I reflect on the big picture, I say, is this way of thinking good for me? And I let it go. I don't have a dog in a fight here. It's not my fight. I'm not fighting you about anything. You know, and so like my aunt told me. Due to your energy and what you represent, you're always going to uproot things when you everywhere you go. You're always going to cause a disturbance everywhere you go. And so but it looks like to others that I'm the troublemaker. When really I'm the opposite of that. And when I come on the scene, those who are the opposite to me they're automatically going to feel a great sense of entitlement because they don't like my shine. And no matter how much I try to suppress it and take it and push it down into a bag or a box, you know, just to try to make the situation a little easier for myself. <laughs> I just can't, I can't do it. This motherfucker just always peeking out. And I'm like, well, I should be. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be grateful. That I'm supposed to be celebrating this. Like, damn, I shine so motherfucking beautiful that it just won't. There's nothing I can do to subdue it. There's nothing no one can do to subdue it. It's just, it's just there. You now, it's meant to be utilized properly, but because we're in such a self-sabotaging situation. I'm going to be used to cause more division when I'm a team player. But if you can't recognize the good in others, you can't cry about how you don't have a team around you. You can't cry about what someone brings to the table when you don't see anyone bringing anything to the table any motherfucking way, no matter what. And this is how we are as a people. You know, especially when we get together and we try to organize something and we we, we can't hang in there because we always are allowing that subconscious to either creep back in or the fact that we didn't deal with that shit and here we are amongst each other, and next thing you know, we're divided. But if we don't recognize that all is mental and the attack and the tricks of the enemy, because people act like they know oh, you got people who say, oh, well, the devil this and the white man this and, and uh, you, whether you whatever, however you want to see it. But yet and still, if they tell you how to think, that's how you gonna think. If they tell you what's important, that's what you're going to say is important. And so we know that their importance is their importance is them being important, and you not. And so if they telling you you're not important, and anybody like you ain't important, because they always tell you in one way or another. And they keep utilizing and usurping our energy to push their agenda, and we keep falling for it. So you got these five cops that didn't came up. It's gonna be some more shit that come up. In regards to black folks going into this special month called February. Now, can somebody tell me what this month means? Because I mean I'm I'm sure it's right there. I'm sure it's right there. This February March energy. <laughs> huh. It could represent a cusp of coming out of the coldness and going into the growth, and the springing of things. Now, are we going into it with the death and anger and uh, unstable, unstable emotions in our heart, envy, jealousy, entitlement? Claiming something to be ours that's not ours. Not paying respect from the, to the source. Because I can see that. Because people aren't respecting the most high. People are not respecting the very God that they, you know, they say the remembrance of, of the most high is, is, is the best thing that you can do. And most people don't even want to remember. They only want to remember God when things aren't going their way. And that and personally, but they're not utilizing the energy and the relevance of the most high in their daily life. It's only you know they, they, they only want to pull off the light when it's you know what I'm saying. you know you know whose pe- most people God' is, this white man, and you know how you know that. Go into a situation where there's people. Right? And look at them when they think no one is watching. Even though it's a bunch of everybody around. But pull out your phone and see how they adjust. Who's their God? See how they start acting right, saying the right things, and doing the right things. You understand what I'm saying? And, and And the more they can hide behind something, the more dirt they do. you know these good guys running around here talk about they good guys and the more and more they can hide behind something the more more uh mischievous and evil they are towards you plotting and planning talking about they good guys that nobody nobody no one is supposed to see them. How they really are. You're not supposed to be rebellious towards them. But nine times out of ten, those who have been in close proximity to them are the most rebellious to them because they the motherfuckers that know what they really about. Because they seen them in the dark. I just wanted to speak about that and this attack on love on humanity on the original people and how we are so self sabotaging but we only want to connect that to this white man's world because that's that's people's gods our people are so mentally disturbed They don't even see their. They're not even straddling the fence anymore. It's not even cognitive dissonance anymore. It's not even. It's not. These people have jumped the fence. And 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 have made them made their way closer and closer to Satan. They ain't nowhere near the fence. I mean you you, you, you can only have faith and hope in what you're doing. Because people are showing up out here saying one thing and doing another, betraying to be one thing and it's something else going on. And then they want to project that onto you, like that's something you do, knowing all the while that's everything they're about. I only know to be one way. Straight up. Now, if we just keep allowing Satan to play this game, you know, this game with, with the emotional state, with, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just it's, it's just the stupidity. How people allow themselves to be used, like the pawns they accept them to be, they accepting themselves to be, how they can't draw, their minds be so distracted. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I don't know what they be doing to black little boys, but it's something maybe in within the chromosome that they recognize that makes, I mean, not just black little boys, I think it's a male, it's a male thing, because we know that the chromosomes in the male, and I'm not being I'm not trying to be funny or feminist or anything like that. But it's just something I noticed because I know that 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 women are off too. But with the with the female she she off but she not it, it, it's a word I'm looking for. <laughs> it's a word that I'm looking for. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying all females are like this because you got some females who display this certain amount of uh, child-likeness. It's like a child-likeness. But what I notice with men, I'm not just gonna say the black man, but what I notice with men, and I, and I think it maybe has something to do with the whole chromosome thing and how, you know, because there's things that they know about us that we don't know about ourselves in regards to our makeup and we know when you look at the chromosomes they you know just kind of kind of like how they do africa on the map how they make it seem like africa united states is just as big as, big as africa or whatever when we know africa is the biggest continent you know um and so it's the same they do the same thing with the chromosomes where they make it seem like when they show you the x and the and the y chromosome like they are the same size but that um that Y chromosome is not only is it missing a leg, it's small, it's smaller than the, than the X chromosome. Or the, you understand, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like the woman, our chromosome is, is big. Chromosomes are big. And when it comes to the male factor, you know, you got one chromosome that's the same size as the, a female chromosome, but then the other one is small is what I'm saying. And there ha- there has to be just like with any um any gene, you just got dominant genes, you got recessive genes, you know what I'm saying? And so but I just be wondering what they be doing to babies. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it has something to do with circumcision circumcisions, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like it's something about that male that I don't know. I know that I know that the black man in particular is is doing a lot of speaking about his leadership, you know, and in regards to the the um, the black family is 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 concerned. And what is a leader? You understand? Um, what is what is a what is a leader? Um, you know? What is what are they bringing to the table in order to be able to fulfill that role of being a leader? Because I feel like a leader should be able to entail all that is leading because that's how you can be able to tap into things to be able to lead properly with love. See, so if you lack certain aspects of of um of something but yet instill those that you're leading, it's in those that you're leading how do you lead those when you can't identify? Or relate to that thing. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I'm I'm trying to understand that, you know, because if, if if then you're only leading, you're only leading the way for yourself. It's kind. Of, it's just like the situation that we're in now. When it comes to the, the, in particular, those who are shaping and molding and really ruling this world that we're in. There is a component about them. I mean, down to their DNA, that they can't relate to in others. So, if you can't relate to to those that you are leading, you're only leading them to go in the direction that you that benefits you. So, this is what this whole leadership when we're talking about the black man. I I, I can't stand on them being the true leaders. I don't I don't really see it. I can't. It's impossible because they. You lack the component. I'm not going to say all men. It may be some who may be able to um, master certain aspects, but that's just based on their own particular experience, their dynamics, their life dynamics. It's rare. But if you can't identify with the femininity in a woman, how can you lead her with love? How can you do that? how can you understand her wants and her needs? How can you, you know, to be able to predict or, yeah, really to be predict predict a person's need before, you know, that's just like, it's like um, an example would be now, as a mother, I've cared for my sons from when they were babies. And so I recognize that, There are certain things that boys that are different from boys than girls. So therefore, if I'm shopping or if I'm, say, you know, um, putting their room together or, you know, uh, or say, uh, say cleaning their bathroom or even building a house in regards to their bathroom or something like that, I'm going to automatically know that need for them. I'm not going to. Give them some universal something, and say that's all you need. You understand where I'm coming from? You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's just. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to explain it the best I can. But when you don't recognize that in others, you know, to have that empathetic eye, empathetic ear, to be able to say, okay, well, I know this person is going through this, so I'm going to automatically, They'll, they'll probably, they're going to need this. And most men don't really have that. You understand what I'm saying like it's it's very few men that have that, you know, and, and that's probably how they pick and choose various leaders, you know, and say in the military is because they can literally see that. OK, well, we know that women are in this such and such, so therefore they're going to need X, Y and Z. But they might be just going on a playbook. But I don't know. I just hope you understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, it's just you can't lead properly. And when I say lead properly, I'm talking about with love. I'm not talking about with selfishness. I'm not talking about that sense of entitlement. Oh, me, 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 me. Everybody's supposed to bow down to me. Everybody's supposed to, you know, listen to everything I have to say. You know, people who always want to micromanage everything, people who always want to be standing behind you, even when they're not behind you. They want you to have a certain fear um, where, Even when they're not there, you're always handling things like you're walking on eggshells. Oh, my God, I was married to that. And they don't recognize how that is uh, 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 insulting to a person's um, intellect. And then they don't understand why people don't fuck with them. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like you're always micromanaging everything as though a person doesn't have a thought. And and I mean, it's one thing to do it with children, but it's another thing to do it with grown ass motherfuckers that really supersedes you on a lot of levels. You know what I'm saying? You might you might outdo outdo me on the financial aspect of things, but that's a white man's world. So the white man he attacks me in that area because he understands that that's how value is seen in his world. So when you're not really seen as a threat, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. But anyway, so um. It just, you can't lead with love when you when you only understand your needs and even those like you, their needs, and you don't understand the totality of everyone's needs. You, your mind is not even open to that. You know what I'm saying? You're not even open to the cultural difference, the, the, the sexual difference, the the whatever difference. You're not open to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To even want to fulfill a person's needs anyway. I don't know. You know, again, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like most men aren't interested in um, hugs. Um, Most men aren't really interested in, um, you know, a lot of things that are considered to be soft now. I don't know if that's a natural thing or something that's been instilled in them, but these are needed things. These are needed things. I mean, do you understand what, what a hug does for a little boy and a little girl? So if a little boy needs a hug, when he's young, why wouldn't he need it when he's older? But a lot of men, they see that as something soft. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I think that when there's a time that women ruled and we were in a better situation as far as humanity is concerned, you know, just facts, you know, because a mother wants to see about all her children. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not talking about a mother who has been um, traumatized generationally. I'm talking about a mother who hasn't dealt with uh, the situation that we're in, <laughs> you know, so but um I just wanted to speak on that, guys, and we have to learn how to love. No, we're not just not love in in this world's aspect of love, but an authentic love and allowing people to be free, to be themselves. I'm not talking about allowing, you know, being open to gay people, you know, what I'm saying, because that's just a whole nother trick, you know. But I'm talking about the authenticness in a person that wouldn't even allow them to be tricked into being anything um, that they're not. Because that's what happens when it's not love and you're trying to force people to accommodate you and your sense of entitlement. You want them to be this way. You want them to be that way. I want all my sons to be engineers. I want all my sons. I want all my daughters to be uh, housewives and you know, that type of shit. You know, just ain't nobody gonna go along with what you're saying. Especially in this day and age, if you're trying to force yourself on people, you don't even know how to love properly in order to be able to get that out of a person to even recognize yourself that oh wow maybe this person should you know maybe this person needs to be doing this I think this will make them happy if they did that I I, I would love for them to be able to but then utilizing again your your individual uniqueness to be able to still connect what you've desired them to do what they're doing, what they, what they, what they're doing that they love. Like there's still a way to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like all this control that just makes people more and more disgruntled and unhappy in their lives. And that's what I'm saying. I just, again, you know, it, it'll be hard for a man to recognize that where, where I'm coming from. So I don't, I just don't see the leader that, that, yeah, there's there as far as just because they can um they're better at fighting you know physically doesn't mean that 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 is some type of representation of leadership, you know what I'm saying because you can battle in different areas, you know what I'm saying, so it's just like but because you can just physically overtake someone, that's just supposed to be enough. you know what I'm saying because you can physically overtake someone for all the wrong reasons, you know, and so. But again, I just wanted to speak on that, guys. And, you know, just let's not fall prey to this. um, These acts, you know, these various acts that are taking place and recognize what's going on um, around us and to us um, and, you know, combat that shit and, you know, uh, send it back to the sender. And, um, you know, keep that on your mind at all times. And no matter how how you're under attack, send that shit back to them. Because it's theirs, you know what I'm saying, so, um, but I just wanted to speak on that, and um until next time, guys, um, be well.